0: I've got the victory living inside of me. I got the great, I can't overcome. This ain't no time to turn back. No less to cross back. I gotta keep pressing on till every battle is won. Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School's the place where my spirit is fed, where my faith grows stronger, and where I learn how to be an overcomer. And uh, everybody that knows God has that ability in them. Everybody that's been born of God, you are born to overcome, the scripture says, that's you're made not to be defeated, not to be overrun, but to overcome. So everybody said out loud, I am, I am born, of God. born of God. And that makes me, that makes me an, overcomer. an overcomer. Hallelujah. The scripture says, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is how it happens. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Now, faith must be fed, and that's why we have faith school. That's why we start off by saying, My spirit is fed, and my faith grows stronger. It must be fed, and not just anything, but it must be fed the anointed word uh, you know, from God. Our faith is actually His faith. It's a measure of His own faith that He created uh, the heavens and the earth with. Amazing that some of that is in us. That ought to make you feel real good today. (laughs) If He can create galaxies with this, then you and I can overcome our little piddly problems. Is that right? Down here in the earth and even the big ones. So get your Bible and something to make a note with. Come on into the classroom. Let's release faith today. Father, all of us, Agree together as touching this, as asking this for your ministry of your spirit, for the quickening of your Holy Spirit, and for the revealing of your wonderful good word. We ask for answers today and direction and help. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Would you go please in the scriptures to Hebrews, the third chapter, and also 1 Corinthians 10, for some weeks now, we've been on this series that we're calling Overcoming Unbelief. And our two main texts are Hebrews 3, 1 Corinthians 10. In Hebrews 3 and 7, it says, as the Holy Spirit says, today if you'll hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation, in the day of temptation in the wilderness. Verse 10, he says, I was grieved with that generation and said they do always err in their heart and they have not known my ways. God's ways are not unknowable. If we couldn't know his ways, then he wouldn't be reasonable or fair in being displeased with them because they never learned his ways. Can you see this? He expects us to to learn his ways, how he does things. One of his big, a big part of his ways is faith. He's a faith God. He operates by faith. He creates by faith. And he has said in Hebrews 11, 6, without faith, it is impossible to please him. Now, that's not something we should ignore or treat lightly. That means it wouldn't matter how much money you gave to help people if you didn't do it in faith. It doesn't please him. It wouldn't matter how long hours you worked or how much sacrifice you did or how much praying you did. If you don't do it in faith, it's not pleasing to him. So we certainly don't want to displease him. And we don't want to be doing things that he has no pleasure in just to be religious. So we we must find out about his ways and the ways of faith. Keep reading if you would. He said uh, verse 12, take heed brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. Here he refers to unbelief as an evil thing. In the heart. It's not an innocent thing. Uh, what we see, is, what he's talking about is an unpersuadable unbelief. And we see with this, the study that we're doing now, that that first generation of Israelites that he brought out of Egyptian bondage, over and over again, they had opportunities to trust him, but they, they refused to be persuaded. Faith is a choice. And uh, sometimes people have thought, well, we we just need more opportunities to get it right, more opportunities to get it right. Well, why didn't you get it right these past 20 times? Why? Because you didn't understand? No, again and again, it's not a matter of understanding. People understood the first time or the second time. And unless you're willing to to change and choose to trust, it wouldn't matter if you had another thousand opportunities, you'd do the same thing every time. So it's not a matter of understanding enough. You can have faith when you understand nothing. Y'all with me? Faith is not based on an understanding. Faith is based on a choice to trust the one who told you something. You don't have to understand everything he said or how it could be or any of that, but you just got to make a choice. Sadly, many have made a choice not to believe. And people say, well, I, you know, I uh, wouldn't call myself a, a Christian, but uh, I, I'm an agnostic Uh, No, you're an unbeliever. (laughs) You hadn't chosen to believe. You're an unbeliever. And you're lost. If you died right now in that condition, you would not go to heaven. You're not okay. People don't like it, that plain. But that's what the Bible teaches. You can believe all kind of things you want to believe. But when you breathe, your last. It won't matter what other people told you. It'll be the way it is. (laughs) And you're going to find out, and, and we don't want it to be too late. So make a choice, a decision, a quality decision, a committed decision to trust the one true living God, the creator of the heavens of the earth, and his son whom he sent. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, the only one savior, the only one redeemer, the Messiah, the fulfilling of scripture. And if you think, well, I'm not into all that religious stuff, there'll come a day you wish you were. There'll come a day you wish you were. But uh, all you got to do, don't, don't, don't make it a, an issue of, I don't, you know, if I understand or if I agree with everything you said. Check your heart. Just check your heart, not your head. You don't believe with your head. You reason with your head. You think with your head. You rationalize with your head, but you don't believe with your head any more than you love with your head. Believing and loving are done with the same part of the being, the heart, the inner man. You love, you believe, you trust, and all you got to do is not be dishonest in your heart. When you, if you push aside all of the arguments and the wranglings and who's right and what's right, just check your heart. And if you're honest, deep down inside, your spirit knows it was created by the Father of spirits. Amen. And your spirit's hungry for reality in God. And when you hear talk, these good news about God sending His Son to save you, your heart comes up and says, Yes, this is true, mm-hmm. this is right. And deep calls to deep, and you were made. And I was made to serve Him. Amen. To believe in Him for His pleasure, we are created. Can you say amen? amen. And so uh, if you're watching for the first time, and you've never done this, every one of us here that are believers, there was a time when we were not. And there was a time when we made that choice. It might have been in the church, might not have been in the church. But somewhere, sometime, we, we paused and we said, God, I need you. Jesus, I believe in you. And we received him. And that's the only way anybody is born again. So we want to give you this opportunity right now. So everybody said out loud, Father God, Father God I, do in you. I do believe in you. I choose, I choose to believe, to believe in, you in you and in your son. Jesus, Jesus, the Redeemer, the, Redeemer, the, Messiah. the Messiah. I believe, I believe. He, hung he hung on the cross. He paid the price, he paid the price. Was, judged was judged in my place. And He's been raised from the dead, been from the dead. Free, from free from sin, alive, alive. King, of King of kings, Lord of lords. Lord of lords. Jesus, Jesus, I believe in you. I believe in I receive you I receive and all you, have done for me. all you have done for me. Thank you, Thank you for, loving me for loving me and saving, me. saving me. As me as you help me. I will follow you, will follow you all, my days all my days and past this life. Past this life I, choose I choose to believe, to believe in you. In you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. That's how you get saved. <laughs> That's how you don't go to hell. That's how you know you go to heaven when you die. That's how you are secure for eternity past this life. Thank God for what he has done for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, uh, these are the ways of God. Uh, his mercy, his grace, his love, those are his ways. What he has done in redemption through substitution, those are his ways. And faith, those are his ways. And uh, go ahead and say it out loud, Lord, Lord teach me your, teach ways. your ways. I want to know fully of the ways of God. In Jesus' name, Jesus. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, that is his will, and he heard it. And he'll show us more and more. Uh, We read in in Hebrews 3.12, he said, Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief and departing from the living God. And in verse 18, To whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believed not. So we see they could not enter in because of unbelief. They had uh, allowed themselves to be convinced that it was the giants that kept them out, that it was the walled cities that they couldn't penetrate, that it was their lack of military uh, training, their lack of size and stature compared to the giants, their lack of weaponry. Some of those Canaanites had iron chariots and they were previously just a slave bunch. But it wasn't true. None of those things kept them out of the promised land. None of them. Tell me what kept them out, class. What what kept them out? It was their own unbelief. Something they could have changed at any day. At any time, they could have changed their unbelief and gone into the promised land. Now, that should be thought-provoking to us because he's telling us, don't let this happen to you. And we saw that we see the same thing in 1 Corinthians 10. He said, these things are written as examples for us. Is it true that there are people that are being held out of things that God wants for them? And days go by and weeks go by and years go by and they're thinking it's because of this I don't have it or it's because of that or it's because nobody will help me or or this or that and keep begging God. And the truth is none of those things is keeping them out. It's unbelief. Unbelief is per, may be the very worst thing that could happen to you. Now that's a giant statement. <laughs> But why would you say that, Brother Keith? Because anything else God can fix. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Is there there anything impossible to God? But if you choose to doubt, if you choose not to believe, is he going to force us to believe? No, he won't. And so if you refuse to believe, you refuse to listen, you refuse to trust Him, refuse to obey Him, then you get in a place where God Himself can't help you. Wouldn't that be about the worst place anybody could ever be? What do you mean God can't help you? He'd have to override His own word to do it. He'd have to force you to believe something or do something. He's not going to do that. Power-wise, He could do it. But he's not going to violate his word and he's not going to violate the free will that he gave us. That's why I say unbelief, it, it, it could be the worst thing that could possibly happen to a human being. It robbed them of the plan of God for their life. They lived a completely different life than what he had planned. He had planned Milk and honey. (laughs) Is that right? Promised land. Beautiful place. Uh, rained on in all the proper seasons. Well watered. Fertile. uh, Crops and orchards and vineyards. You didn't even plant. They're already old growth. Already mature. Fully developed. Producing. You're just going to waltz right into them. Houses you didn't build. Uh, barns and storage places. This is a dream come true, uh, especially for slaves that never owned anything. This this is this is you know uh, heaven on earth, and none of them enjoyed that. Out of uh, millions of people, none of them enjoyed it. Not a day of it, except. Anybody know what I'm about to say? Mm -hmm. Joshua (laughs) and Caleb, and and, and can you see that proved it wasn't a situation where you couldn't believe, where nobody could have believed. People say, well, if you'd have been in my circumstances, you you know, you wouldn't be all, hey, I'm trusting God either. You'd you'd have been depressed and, and upset. No. There are people who are in the exact same circumstances but choose to believe anyway. Proving it can be done. Proving you didn't have to doubt God every time a challenge came up. You know, the, uh, the mass, you know, bulk of the people were crying, feeling sorry for themselves, saying we're all going to die out here. But Joshua and Caleb, they said, let's go get it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's, let's go get it. Now just when I said that, y'all all perked up. Yeah. yeah. Why? Because the spirit of faith is real. Amen. It resonates with your spirit and whether your head even understands it or not, your spirit goes, yeah, that's what we need to do. That's it. That's what pleases God. This looking above The problem, looking past the need, past the seeming impossibility of the situation, and say, Well, yeah, but if God said it, it can happen. And it can happen for me here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if you dare to talk like that and think like that, it's a choice. It's a choice. You don't have to know how, you just choose to believe. Joshua did, Caleb did. And though all those folk wandered around out there in basically misery, desolate, wilderness, desert, bleak, subsistence. Subsistence, not, not enjoying life, enduring and dying young. They died young. They lived hard. They died young. And, you know, and they were mad at God. Upset with him and mad at their leaders, mad at Moses, mad at uh, Aaron. You know that's no way to live. Mad at God, mad at people, upset, not enjoying, blaming everybody else except the real issue. What was it? What was keeping them out? Come on, help me, class. What was keep? According to the scripture, it was their own unbelief their own unbelief. Notice with me here in 2 uh, Corinthians the fourth chapter if you'd back up and look at this. 2 Corinthians 4 se- I'll say this before we read this 2 uh, Timothy one seven. 2 Timothy one seven says God has not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and a sound mind. Everybody say spirit of fear. Spirit. And then in 2 Corinthians 4 18, or or excuse me, 4.13, 4.13 is where I want to go right now. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed, therefore have I spoken, we also believe and therefore speak. Do you hear these phrases, spirit of fear and spirit of faith? Both fear and faith are not just mental. They're not just emotional. They are spiritual. They are spiritual forces. And you can sense them. You can sense fear. If you if you walk into a room and you hadn't heard anything that's going on, and people have heard something that has terrified them and panicked them, without anybody saying a word, you walk into the room, you can, for lack of a better word, you can feel the fear. Can't you? Yes. Well, what are you feeling? We're not talking about a physical feeling, but sensing. And actually, it affects your body, too. There is some feelings that go with it. But... What are you feeling? Fear. The spirit of fear that seeks to influence and drive human beings into destruction. Drive human beings to panic and, and reject God and doubt God and, and disrespect and blaspheme and all that kind of thing. Uh, when, when you're full of fear and you yielding to fear, you will do st- stupid stuff. I mean, just bizarre, unreasonable stuff that you'll look back and go, why did I do? People have just done things, not thinking, things that made no sense. And the reason being the enemy's involved in it. He's trying to get you so upset that you just do something, knee jerk and walk right into destruction. A lot of people have been killed this way, literally, physically. And a lot of people have done things that have cost them terribly. Well, the spirit of faith is also a spiritual force. Mm-hmm. And just like you can sense fear, you can sense faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then they are, But they are so different. You're talking about polar opposites. <laughs> fear and faith. The spirit of fear. The spirit of faith. God didn't give us. said out loud. God did not give me me the spirit of fear fear. so I don't have to have it. it. He didn't give us the spirit of fear but but the spirit of what? Power, love and what? Sound. Sound mind with the peace that passes understanding and resting and trusting in Him. That's not crazed. That's not shaken. That's not rattled. That's calm. Hallelujah. Why? Because even though fear might have tried to jump on you, you refused it. Mm -hmm. You said no. Fear, I resist you. Fear, get out of here. Even though you feel it, that doesn't mean the battle's over. It means the battle's going on. (laughs) It means it's time to resist for you to push back and say no. God did not give me fear, so I don't have to have fear. So I resist it. But then he says the spirit of faith speaks. Uh, 2 Corinthians 4.13, we having the same spirit of faith according as it is written, I believed, and so what? Therefore have I spoken, we also believe and therefore speak. We know, according to the scripture, by faith. God created the heavens and the earth. We also know how he did it. He spoke it. Is that right? He spoke it into existence, which was the releasing of the spirit and the power of faith. And it created uh, everything we see and know. And he's made us in his likeness and image and called us to be imitators of him as dear children. And uh, we're not not at the level to create a planet. (laughs) But you could create some good things in your life. Is that right? You could create an atmosphere where the Holy Spirit manifests. You could create uh, a spirit of faith released through your words where healing would work in your body, where peace would work on your mind. Where angels would be loosed to cause resources to come into your hands. Can you see this? But you can't yield to the spirit of fear and have those things happen. You got to yield to the spirit of faith. And we having that same spirit of faith, I believed, therefore have I spoken, which is why your spirit stirred up a few minutes ago when I mentioned Joshua and Caleb. Is that right? In the midst, of all that spirit of fear, in the midst of all that unbelief, I mean, they were surrounded by it with everybody, the whole bunch, yet they stood up and they spoke up. Yes. And they said, look, <laughs> God is with us. Amen. And their defense has departed from them. Yeah. Then uh, It'll be a piece of cake for us. Come on, let's go, let's get it. Can, can you hear the faith? Can yes. you hear the faith? It's not just a matter of saying the exact right words. It's the spirit of faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everybody said out loud. I have, I have the, spirit of faith. the spirit of faith. And I believe and, I believe. and so, I speak. so I speak. I say, I say the, power God, the power of God the life of God, life of God. is working in, life, working in my life working in my mind Working in, my body, working in my body, working in my finances, working in my, finances. Working, in my working in my family, God's good work, God's good spirit, God's good, spirit. God's good, word, God's good word is word. coming to pass, coming to pass in, my life. in my life. Hallelujah. 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 In your spirit, all the time you're saying it, your spirit's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, this is what we should have been doing all along. Yes, yes. Gives God something to work with, it pleases Him. His faith child responding to the faith God in faith. And our time's up. Let's say like we do, I live by faith, I walk by faith, I overcome, the world by faith. I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. We'll see you next time here in Faith School. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at Nine four one seven zero two seven three nine zero.